they say can be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out, cause we gotta run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta, and there's beer in Texarkana. But are you ready for a good ass show? <laughs> ready for a good ass show, dude. So ready. Yeah. All right, and, and here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode. And hand me down my walking cane. Hand me down my hat. Hurry now and don't be late. We ain't got time to chat. You and me, we're going out to catch a latest sound guaranteed to blow your mind so high you won't come down it's that guy over there i i it's it's alex i'm here hey um i do i am concerned with your intro because i i would really like to chat and you say we don't have time for that so hopefully that guy over there will join me for a chat it, it's me it's the pod father it's the jake man and, and it's it's my show with alex and jake the flagship podcast of the Red Arrow Network. I say that because eventually we're going to do another one about something else. Probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. But before, we've, we've got a lot to uh, to get to today. A lot of deliciousness. We know we were away last week. Uh, mm -hmm. Apologies. Schedules being what they were. Uh, mm -hmm. Just couldn't make it happen. Had to make that money. And, you know, just couldn't make it do. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but we're here now. And we're going to do a show. So enjoy it. Absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder. They want They want this episode more. They want more of it, so we're going to give more of it to them. But yes. before that, tell them where to find more of us. Oh, we're all over the place. We're like we're like some sort we're of the damn like place. like 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 an infection that you want in your life. I don't know what that is, but like we're that. We're like sickle cell anemia if you live somewhere where there's a lot of malaria. Yeah, that what he said. That makes sense. That's a that's a niche that we want to be in. Um, <laughs> but it, I mean. It, it, it's always popping off on Instagram, Red Arrow, Red Arrow Productions. Check it out. Uh, Facebook, same thing. Um, Patreon, same thing there. I mean, if you if you like what we talk about, but you want to hear us talk about something else, hit up the Patreon, and, and you get to pick a topic, right? It's, tell us. I, you tell us. You tell us, and then we'll subsequently tell you. But um, we're also, I mean... Uh, obviously, we're we're available anywhere podcasts are fine at this point. I mean, I don't know, I don't know where we're not. We're Podbean, we're iTunes, we're Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify. I, I, I mean, at some point they're going to just start randomly streaming us on people's Pandoras. It's just yes. going to happen. Is it like, welcome to this episode of my show? And they're like, what is this? Thumbs what up. Is this? What? I like it. Thumbs up. I like it. Yes, <laughs> double thumbs up. Double thumbs up. Um, and then I mean, uh, we we've got Red Arrow Deep South, our, our agent of chaos, who's who's out here. Posting all of the funny memes and quips that you know we'd like to say, but we're we're busy doing this show. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's we've got uh we've got a wide network and and it's growing seemingly every day. It seems like every day. Like I remember you said uh, a couple of weeks ago, it's like man, it's like we're always adding something every single day, um, and and we are we're we're trying to anyway. Bingo. Uh, but Alex, I know you've got a couple things to talk about. We are going to get to the Beatles one. Yes. Uh, because there's a lot there. There's a lot of meat on the bone, and I'd like to get to it. Okay. Um, but before before we get to it, it, are you ready for Ask Alex? I'm never ready, and I think that's kind of the, the crux of Ask Alex is, is – I'm, I'm never ready. 
You're never ready, but uh, I'm going to change up the format of Ask Alex a little bit today. Okay. okay. Uh, it's not going to be a list. It's not going to be anything like that. I want to know if you know a fact. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. So here's the question that I'm asking Alex. Okay. What is the difference between venomous and poisonous? Wow. That is a great question. And you ask a lot of good questions. Uh, <laughs> it's really uh, what uh, we say when we don't know the answer to something. Yeah, but it's also where I what I say when I'm trying to rapidly uh, formulate uh, an, a reasonably intelligent guess in my brain. And I feel like the the answer has something to do with the the like, <laughs> venomous comes from I'm going to say like 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 animals like snakes are venomous, but Plants are poisonous. You're on the right track. Oh, I'm close. Okay. All right. I, I mean, I'm not going to keep guessing. That's not one of those like, oh, I'm close, hot or cold. But I'm glad that I was close because I had no idea. I made that yeah. up right then. <laughs> so the difference between a poison and, and a venom is mm -hmm. that a venom is injected, whereas a poison is ingested. Oh, so technically, like to say a a spider is poisonous is wrong. They're venomous. It's a, it's a misnomer unless you yeah. drink the poison of of that spider. Got or so drink drink the venom rather. Right. So if you so if you drink venom, does it by default turn it into a poison? I think by definition it would become a poison. Huh. So that. I'm not going down this rabbit hole because now I've got so many, <laughs> so many questions that the listener does not care about. You're just like, let's talk about venoms and so, poisons for a minute. So, real, no, I, I'm going to ask this one. Let's. I'm going to one one quick one. Does that so you you commonly see on on different or not commonly? I I try not to watch snake documentaries, but when I do, <laughs> you will see that they like will extract the the venom from like rattlesnakes. To make, right. I think that's how they have to make the anti venom or something like that through the enzymes and stuff. But once it's been extracted, it can no longer be, it's not being injected by the fangs. So do you extract poison from venomous snakes? Like when when does the switch no, from venom to poison happen? Is it in the ingesting or is it in the, it can no longer be injected? We're going to have to get Nicole back on the show and ask her this question. It does seem like her wheelhouse. Like, we're, like we should just call her. Like, that's what I'll do. I'm just going to, next time I see her, because I'm going to see her pretty soon. She's coming up for a G Herbo concert. When I see her, I'm just going to straight up ask her and put it in the show. What, what happened then? <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm just going to record it, and it's going to be our, our science quarter with Dr. Hams. That's that. <laughs> Dr. Hammy Jams. awesome. I love that. I if if you do remember to ask her that question, which you probably will, because you're good at that kind of stuff. Uh, we definitely are putting it on the show. If you happen to forget, we'll never mention it again, and hopefully the listener forgets. Ever, and we'll get a we'll get an email, be like, "Hey, hey man, there was that time. whatever whatever happened when." <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man! So, but so you you had some stuff before before we go into the the main event. You had co some stuff. Coincidentally, here. that uh, there, there's a real rough segue from what you brought up to what I want to talk about first, which happens to be uh, spiders. You know, because spiders are apparently venomous. We just learned that, and 
Some spiders. So, well, yeah, the, the quote poisonous ones are actually venomous, not poisonous. There anyway, so this is what this is. Is it? What if you like inject a poison through a syringe that like lethal injection? Are you injecting poison or are you injecting venom? I think there's a. I mean, there's a biological. Okay. Fair. Anyway, we're, no rabbit holes, Maxwell. No rabbit holes. Okay. <laughs> so I want to talk about spiders. In that, I want to talk about Spider Man. And one quick thing. One quick thing about Spider Man is. Is, is is I want I want your your uh, your grammatical expert grammatical that's not ah anyway yeah, I want expert yeah that's that was oh, right what oh sorry yeah. it got fuzzy there for a second I was like you're trying to talk to me but it didn't work for a second no I just okay. said I said you're right it must not you must you must not that hear that you're often. you're I'm not sorry. wrong um the so so I would like your grammatical expertise on this. In the in the the I don't want to say the original because there's probably a version, but but the classic Spider-Man theme song, Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can, spins a web any size, catches villains just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man, right? Look out, right. here comes the Spider-Man. It says, catch. Uh, play the it music. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Catches villains just like flies. And right. my before before we break it down, I would like you to know what I think. Isn't it catches thieves just like flies? It might be thieves, thieves, villains. That's not the part we're focusing on. Trust me. That's why we played the music. So this is like too late. Like people already know they're like, yes, it's oh. thieves. Or it's or no, it's villains. Stupid. Gotcha. That's fair. Um, <laughs> damn it. So catches thieves just like flies. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man. This the the phrase "just like flies" in my brain would would and 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 maybe again I'm ah it technically to me that seems technically that it's insinuating that flies catch thieves when it's trying to say that spiders catch flies right so i think all right it so what should be what you need here okay. catches thieves like their flies it is i mean it is a uh i mean i don't think this is a term but you know dangling participle Ooh. uh that's fun it, that's fun to say uh but no it is you are correct there is some ambiguity in in that line it's uh it catches thieves just like flies yeah that's the that's always a classic, you know, let's eat grandma or let's eat grandma. Right, right. Help your uncle, help so, your uncle yeah. jack off his, off his horse. Exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. So <laughs> anyway, so, so, so you're, what you're saying is again, it's only because I don't, I'm not often right. What you're saying is there is some ambiguity to it. And I, I do have a, I, I have a, a justifiable gripe. But it's nothing that anyone's going to go back and change retroactively. I mean, you have a leg to stand on. It matters about as much as the Oxford comma. Right. So, I mean, there you go. Oh, fair enough. I just – because it hits the same syllables too. So if you rewrote it as a catches thieves like their flies, it's same. Or, I mean – yeah, in you know, like like their flies. I, yeah, that works. I like that better. Bingo. Anyway. So so that you're welcome. The yes, past that came out because 
Uh, I'm borrowing the new Spider-Man game from a friend, and it's a decent game. So I was thinking about that, and then I went down that rabbit hole, which was a dark, dark path for me to go on by myself. No rabbit holes, Maxwell. Bingo. Um, and then the... the... Oh, that's the name of this episode. No oh, rabbit Maxwell. holes, Maxwell. I like that. Uh, the, the, the other, the other quick little, little, I, I say gripe, maybe it's, maybe again, um, it's me overthinking things, but I get really, really, uh, I don't want to say annoyed. That's too strong, but I get irritated. Um, when like radio shows, most, most notably sports talk shows that I listen to will tell you to download their podcast but their podcast is just a recording of the show without commercial breaks. You're not making a pot. That's a recording of the show. Podcasts are what we do. It's a, it's a, it's a own original unique thing that we're doing in the moment. And we're putting it out for the masses, right? You download our podcast. We don't have a radio show. The masses. Yeah. The, the masses, uh, term we very, use very loosely. Um, well, no, we are putting it out to the masses. The masses just at, at current aren't choosing to absorb it themselves. It's out for the masses. Fair. Anyone could go on Spotify Fair. or Google Podcasts and find us. They're just not. Or, or iTunes, iTunes. Or Podbean. Anyway. Or com coming soon also to YouTube. YouTube. Um, but the, the – to say like, hey, download our podcast is like radio trying to keep up with the internet. You know, we, we've talked in the past about how commercials are about six months behind internet memes. Right. Where bacon was really cool and everybody loved bacon, and like a year later, every commercial was about, oh, uh, let's uh, bacon, ha! It has nothing to do with our product, but bacon's funny. Come to Target, and you're like, that doesn't make it's sense. Like, Target has bacon. Yeah, thank you, Target, for nothing. Um, but I just it it bugs me. Like even even somebody like Dan Patrick, somebody you and I both really enjoy. Uh, oh, I mean, I would say that I respect him as a journalist. Um, he doesn't do a podcast. He puts out a recording of his show. What's the? Now see, that's it. That like that's interesting for me. I'm glad to know that because I don't have access to the Dan Patrick Show up here in Seattle. Oh, well, I can tell you that if you go to danpatrick.com, they put out the quote podcast of the show after every hour. Like it, it runs like I mean West Coast time six to nine, and. Hey, that's, I mean, that's while Bingo. I'm at work. So, so at starting at seven, you can listen to the six to seven hour of the show. And when you finish that, the seven to eight hour of the show will be on that. You can listen to at eight. Like you can essentially catch the show seven to 10 as they're playing at six to nine. Wow. That's, that's pretty, I'm pretty down no, with it's, that. It's super awesome. And I like that shows that I enjoy are putting out recordings of their show that I could catch. If I hear Jim Rome is interviewing Aaron Rodgers, but I know I'm not going to be able to listen from 9.30 to 10 when he does it, I can go catch catch the recording. It's awesome. But don't tell me it's a podcast. Just say, hey, be sure to download a recording of the show afterwards in case you missed the first hour. You know, Whatever you missed, you can catch on our recording. It's not a podcast because Dan Patrick also does put out a podcast, which I can't remember what they call, but it's all the Danettes talking for like an hour about things they missed talking in the show or, or, or things they want to expand upon that were brought up during the episode, they put out their like after show podcast separate from the Dan Patrick show. That's a podcast. You know, Alex, I, I've got to say, and uh, I'm going to welcome you to the ranks 
Uh, you you have become a pedant. <laughs> I I accept my welcoming gifts with with, with much <laughs> much esteem and 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 gracefulness. Damn. <laughs> Shut me. Up. Yes, shall I? <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, that was my. I don't know. No, nobody else. Nobody else in the world cares, and and every marketing department is going to tell you to use the catchy new phrase podcast. So, whatever. But it bugs me. If, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it probably wouldn't bug you so much if we weren't do, also doing a podcast. That's true. And you're like, you're just sitting there going, "You don't even go here." You're, you're right. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Oh my god! Yeah, get out of here, John Clayton. You're cold. I, like I listened to the cold hard facts. It's like no, this is just him talking about cold hard facts that he had at four o'clock yeah. today. Like this isn't a podcast. This is just a six minute segment. Bingo. Bingo. Anyway, I don't know. We can talk about so what you, you want to talk about. You want to jump in? Oh yeah, let's let's talk about the let's Beatles, about man. It. Let's let's do it. Let's, let's, let's do it. it. So before before we get into it, um, I kind of had a revelation, and, and it came to me this morning as I was I was thinking about the just the music I had taken in over the past week or mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. and I I realized that I was waiting, and, and and certainly we'll get more into it, but I was waiting for the opportunity to absolutely hate every song I was listening, and to. you didn't get it. I never got it. Um, and I will, I'll expand more about that, about how I feel about that, but it's, it's really interesting. Uh, and I'm going to bury the lead right there. We're going to get into that, but yeah, it's really, really interesting what that made me realize, uh, as I, as I listen to these 27 songs. <laughs> I, I can tell you that listening through it again, and I pulled up the track list to make sure that I don't forget anything, but I'm doing the same. Um, I like I listened through it. I, I admit I listened through the album like one time while I was bike riding to work and back home and kind of at work here th here throughout. But like I I forgot how much of the Beatles lyrics I know when I'm listening to the song. Oh like, right, that I thought yeah. Like from me to you, I didn't even know what that song was called, and I'm just singing along yes. as I'm listening to it. Be, like I did the exact same thing. Love me do from me to you. She loves you. I want to hold your hand. Can't buy me love. Hard days night. Like right off the bat, it's like the first six tracks. I knew when the song's playing. I can't Every sing them now. Word. But when the song right. is playing, hundred percent lyric. Like I'm on it. Now I, I do in Hard Day's Night they do have one of those lyrics and I did I write it down? No, I didn't. Uh, but the the lyric to give you money to buy your thing just has to be like the most like what whatever just buy your thing. <laughs> that's that's true. I thought it was to buy your to buy you things. I I mean they're British. It, it could I've heard it both that's ways. That's fair. I, like that's how I interpret what it, what what's the thing the uh, lady mondegreen. Lady well, mondegreen. Well, there's potential mondegreening here, but I thought it was to get the money to buy you things. It's like because that you know he's like hey I I love you I I'm working really hard to buy you things because that's how I can show how much I love you because it was the whatever 60s or whatever and that's the only way girls liked you was buying them things. Yeah. yeah. How yeah, times was, have I changed. Mean, yeah. It was, how. Um. That, that slide past that inappropriate joke and uh you gotta cut that 
the funny thing is, is you won't, but you'll also leave in the part where we talk about cutting it. It's the best podcast you could possibly be listening to. Um, but I just went through like, I mean, eight days a week is not enough to show I can't. That's amazing. Day tripper. We can work it out. Paperback writer. I basically forgot that that's probably a top five favorite Beatles song. And also has been part of an intro in this podcast. Oh, it has way back in the day when we did that. Hell yeah. No, I used it to describe you. Yeah, that's true. Because I I will make it longer or shorter. Like I'll, I'll write whatever you want me to, as long as you publish it. As long as you publish it. And I, just, man, I <laughs> hello, goodbye. That's a great one. I mean, Hey Jude, come on. Yeah, I no. So here's here's something I noticed. Like when we were when I was listening to it, so I noticed that the lyrics in Beatles music kind of follows like a bell curve. Okay, did you notice that? I uh, I mean maybe uh, like describe what you mean, and then it might make sense to be like I probably have noticed what you're about to describe, but I didn't equate it to a bell curve. If that makes sense. Right. So go back to, I mean, essentially what, what, like the first couple, first few songs, love, love me, do, you know, I love you. I'll always be true. So please love me, do. That's basically the song. Uh, to, yeah. And they played the same four chords. Yep. That's it. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, and then you move forward into eight less songs, like eight days a week, Mm -hmm. you know, eight days a week is not enough to like, there's this, Inter- a little bit more of an intricacy to the music where they're they're saying things and, or and even like more so into like Eleanor Rigby. Oh, yes. Like you get into Eleanor Rigby and like there's a lot going on oh, in yeah. that song. That's a heavy song. Uh, uh, yeah, but then from there you go right into Yellow Submarine and there isn't a more vapid oh my like I'm gonna go off about this in a minute. But there isn't a worse song in my opinion than Yellow Submarine. And it's just inane and just nonsense and it just seems like it followed this bell curve of just nothing 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 look at how smart we are okay back to nothing (laughs) that's fair that's fair yeah because i mean if you if you look at it you hit you hit the eleanor rigby yellow submarine kind of transition um and then i mean i mean if we're looking at they do hit you right at the end with like let it be and the long and winding road, which are some pretty heavy tracks. But you're but right; those are those are like we're going to get into something else here that's interesting. Those are Paul McCartney tracks. You were gonna you we're we're getting into that. Okay, I like that. We're getting into we're getting into Paul and George here because like there's like I was listen, as I was listening to it, I started to notice some mm-hmm. things. Um, and all you need is love. Do, did you notice like in between the first and second verse, there's just like a guitar solo apropos of nothing just for no reason whatsoever. It just seems like George Harrison decided it's time to play the guitar louder than everybody else. I, I and it, it really felt like it was a giant middle finger to, to Paul McCartney. Like I'm the guitarist right now. Maybe it was. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like and also, I like, I, uh, what I, what I meant when I said that is like one, I've never thought about it until you brought it up. So that was a good point. But like, I also don't know enough about the Beatles, like history and timeline of their existence. Like it's very, it's very easy to, to for me to uh, like, like, uh, um, I don't know, think that 
behind the scenes there was like there was like oh we're recording the song today cool fuck off paul all right keep going yeah basically <laughs> I, it's and like between him and, and george like i'm looking for i'm looking for the the quote right now um because let's see there was a the the song silly love songs by wings mm-hmm. it, i mean that's a direct like that's basically a diss track uh because George like George Harrison was asked about Paul McCartney and George Harrison's like oh all he wants to do is write silly love songs. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. And so basically Paul McCartney comes back with the song and says, "Hey, all we want to do is write silly love songs." Well, what's wrong with that? No. That's like that is like that's full clap back. Yeah, exactly. So there was that that back and forth so when I I hear these things and like I, I look at it up like in Penny Lane, all like I'm sorry, I'm jumping around way too much. I've got so much like little <laughs> bits from different songs, but like there's so much Penny here. Like I was saying, but it's it's so weird to like listen to the band like argue with each other musically. I and and we I don't uh, again no rabbit holes Maxwell, but the like. I I remember kind of being informed and educated about the same thing about like Fleetwood Mac, where yeah. like their best album rumors is them all writing songs talking shit about each other to each other, and to be in the recording studio knowing that Stevie Nicks is writing a diss track about Mick Fleetwood, and Mick Fleetwood has to still play the drums on that is hilarious yeah. to me. Like how like that's so brutal. <laughs> and then, to, but then also as an artist to be like with the Beatles, also like to know like this is a hit. Like we we can't not record it. It's a great song, right? And it's all about it's a great song. me. Shit. <laughs> so I I want to go back to the beginning. Like read me the read me slowly the titles of like the first seven okay. songs. Track one, love me do. Track two, From Me to You, Then She Loves You, I Want to Hold Your Hand, Can't Buy Me Love, Hard Day's Night. So do do you notice a pattern? Uh, Love. And this is, again, like, I'm just freestyling. This is just me kind of having fun. Love, Hard Day's Night. Like, Hard Day's Night is the first one to not contain the words you or love. No, think think about this. The first song. Mm -hmm. Is about a guy getting a haircut so a girl will notice yes. him. Move forward, like the third song is a guy talking to another guy, consoling him. Hey, man, she loves you, and if with a love like that, you should be glad. That's true. Okay. And move forward to you can't, you know, get, I'm trying, I'm trying to get money to buy you things, and hmm. you know, I work all day, so I'm, I a theory. That an unsubstantiated freewheeling theory here. Yes. Perhaps this is one story. That's, I mean, as possible because I'm betting the first, probably most of those probably came out on their first two out. Al- I would say first two albums, maybe even just the first album itself. So it's like they could have been trying to. They could have ended up writing some sort of stream of consciousness type thing of like. This is here's a story about how a boy is doing everything he can to impress a girl. It continues in from me to you, which is all about him like 
what he's doing to hey i'm sending you love from me to you ha yeah man and it and the, the yeah. uns- i want to hold your hand yeah, i want to hold your hand right and then it doesn't it doesn't work out so the buddy's saying hey man she loves you like like it keep keep it up yeah it's okay feel better and then and then it's it's back to you know you can't buy me love but i'm working i'm working really hard eight you know a hard day's night eight days a week to get you money so i'm trying to buy your love but we already discussed that you can't buy my love and if JLo was there, she would let you know that her love don't cost a thing. That's that's true. Because she's still Jenny from the block. That's yeah. true. But yeah, like I don't know. It's just kind of a, a fun little theory that I came up with while I was like listening to this, like creating, you know, scenarios in my head. Like I you know, back back when I would play back before they started putting story mode in, in sports games, I would create my own story you mode. You have to. You like, have to. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man. They traded me. This is this is like the worst thing that's ever happened. I'm super depressed now. I'm super depressed. Like, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be angry to the press. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be angry, man. I'm be like I'm gonna be mean. I'm gonna say that I'm the best player. <laughs> I'm not gonna give anyone credit. So I, I I like it's it's only two more songs, but I'm gonna go two songs deeper on your little fan theory and say Keep it going. keeps going because okay. after. A hard day's night, right? Where he's talking about everything he. She's got a ticket to ride. No, no, no. no. That's not the next song. I'm saying directly the next. Uh, but, yeah, song. I'm. I, I'm continuing it after. Fair that. enough. I'm just saying you've got. I feel fine, which is essentially a song where he's go. He's lying to himself. She, it didn't work. He worked really hard. He still lost her. He's like, I feel fine. I feel fine, right? And it goes right into mm-hmm. eight days a week where he's pleading to get her back. No, no, no. You don't understand. Eight days a week is not enough to show how much I care. And then we follow it up with Ticket to Ride. Like, and I like as I was listening to it and like actually listening to the words of Ticket to Ride, like I was really saddened by that song. Really? Yeah. She's got a ticket to and ride she and she don't care. She wow, yeah. Huh. She like she's she's gone yeah. and she doesn't care that she's gone. Like you're left heartbroken, and you know that she is not. And she's she's got a ticket to ride. Just, see ya. Okay, bye. Yeah, like listening wow. to that, like I was like, wow, dude, I, I like that hurts. Wow, like all right, Beatles. You know what I, I mean? Feel like, that all right, Beatles. Like. Y- yeah, I was like, okay, Beatles, can, you can stop now. Okay, like, Beatles, <laughs> Beatles, okay. Wow. Ow, ow, Beatles, stop hitting me. So, so before we continue, I just like, like, am I to, uh, uh, is, am I in the listener to assume that Jake has discovered a newfound appreciation for said Beatles? Um, I wouldn't go that but, far. No, but so no, but we are going to go into what I okay. realized. So. I realize that my opinion of the Beatles is largely affected by the time I grew up in. Okay. Uh, I grew up, you know, when the Beatles had pretty much been done for a very long time. Uh, And that being said, everything I had ever heard is that the Beatles were the greatest band who ever lived and that the blah, 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 blah. I got the sun, sunshine out their butts, you know, the Beatles are the greatest thing that ever lived. So for me, naturally, as, as a cynic, I'm like, man, Beatles aren't that good. 
no matter how good you think they are, they aren't as good as you're saying they are. That and that was always my that's opinion. That's fair. Uh, and it still kind of is. Um. But I realized that as I was listening to this music, as I was listening to these songs, there weren't enough of these songs in a row that I didn't like for me to ever say, man, I'm over the Beatles. All right. So if I – but no, don't don't misconstrue that as me saying I'm a no, fan no, of the no. Beatles now. I get that. What I'm saying is that dur- if, if I had been alive during the time the Beatles were making their, their way, the British invasion and all that – I would have been a fan of the Beatles when I heard them until they stopped making music. Right. I think that's the most fair way I can put it. It it like like I would I would absolutely as a guy who who enjoys the Beatles like I I would consider myself a fan of the Beatles now, right? I like especially this particular album. This was like I got my first ever Sony CD Walkman and this was like the th- third cd that i bought for myself was beatles yeah. one so for me it was michael jackson thriller nice special edition good call um this was this was it like legitimately first three albums i bought were the slim shady lp by eminem conspiracy of one by the offspring and the the beatles one all at the same time i went to uh when was it sam goody when that was still a when that Ooh. was still a thing I got my Walkman and was able to purchase those three albums like in one transaction. I the la- the only album I ever remember buying from Sam Goody was Fozzie's Happenstance album. Nice. Uh, I bought I bought some stickers from there. I, I bought one of Darth Vader, and he's like, I, he's, I can't remember what he's saying. He's like, um, I, yeah, I can't remember, but it's it's a funny Darth Vader quote, and it was good. And it was good. Me. I liked it, and you would too if I remembered it. Um. I find I find your lack of faith disturbing. That's what it said in your face. Everybody who says I ain't got it no more. <laughs> <laughs> to, to which everyone realizes nobody said that. Um, yeah, so that's in nobody's, nobody's face. face. Take that, nobody. Um, Take that. So Sammy. I remember listening through this album over and over and over again. And at the time, this was probably I don't know seventh or eighth grade or something like that. Um, I realized that the long and winding road was the only song I didn't like because it it's a long and winding song. And right. I think a little bit of my natural, like, like ADD kicks it. You know, when you're 11, you don't pay attention to things long enough. You just don't get welcome to life. And so I have, a, I have to admit that as I was listening to this album, I, I skipped the long and winding road every time. Well, that makes sense. Every single time. Like I do not like that. That's, song. I, that's fair. Um, I do also remember thinking "Hey Jude" was boring, but I definitely understand how like it's a good song now. Do you know the history of that song? Um, no. If that that song is all about uh, John Lennon's son Julian. Um, it was written specifically to him because of the whole Yoko Ono thing going on. So it's Paul McCartney trying to plead with Julian. Uh, Julian Lennon to let her into your heart and make it better. Really? Yeah, and so, and he changed it to Hey Jude because you know he didn't want to air everybody's dirty laundry, but he wanted to send a message. Huh? What What was your fa- what What's your what's your actual favorite track on this on this album? 
Oh, um, that's a great question. Uh, probably eight days a week. Really? I wrote that down. It's either eight days a week or 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 uh, ticket to ride. Come together every time, man. Now, uh, see, come together. Uh, that song's. Okay. I love come together. Yeah. That song's come okay. together <laughs> right now. Boom, 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 boom. Over me. Ah, uh, uh, gets me every time. Until um, Aerosmith so, sung it, and then I hated it forever. So. The in Penny Lane, there's like that's when I, I feel like the drugs started. Uh, well, yeah, but it was like around that era. Yellow but, but I noticed Penny it. Lane, that kind of stuff. That yeah, it's weird. Like the the I mean, Yellow Submarine is an overt drug ballad, and I I still got some heat about Yellow Submarine. <laughs> but uh, but Penny Lane is I was listening to it. There's just like I can tell. Have you seen you've seen uh, Walk Hard, right? No. Okay, there's a scene in Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, which is basically a giant spoof of the Johnny Cash movie. Yes. Um, but in this movie, he's just, like, randomly playing the bongos because he does, he's hanging out with the Beatles. And I, rem- I was reminded of that as I listened to Penny Lane because, seemingly in the middle of the chorus, somebody just picks up a set of bongos and just kind of hits them a few times. Like, not, like, kind of in the flow of the music. Kind of not. No, it's just like And I'm like, what is this? Who who allowed this to happen? Who invited him? Who who is this person? Timmy. Anyway, but yeah, let's let's get to Yellow Submarine. I want to know what you're I find. I, I I find I I understand it's it's not a good song like it it is it's empty it's just whatever but it, it did not it has never created any sort of 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 heat or animosity within me I don't I'm not pent up with it's, angst. This I mean this goes back to my my opinions on Keith Richards and the and the guitar. Okay. Um and Steve Prefontaine. And Steve Prefontaine I don't know if I've heard the Steve Prefontaine portion of this there i've definitely heard your keith richards one a bunch and i agree with him. well it's it's the same basic principle that you know to give less than the gift or give less than your best is to sacrifice a gift that was a quote from steve prefontaine um uh, that makes sense okay. that yeah that being said like i when i hear a song like yellow submarine and then immediately after it hear a song like eleanor rigby and i know what you're capable of and you bring me this schlock all right like that's what you bring me. You're like we all live in a yellow, in a yellow submarine. submarine. A yellow no, you don't. Submarine. A no, yellow you don't. submarine. No, you don't. If I wish you'd go down with the capsule open if you're gonna sing that song the whole fucking time. Good lord, I hate that song. I hate it. Now, it what now? Now, do you know? And I was was the movie Yellow Submarine made because of the song or was the song made because of the movie because in the movie That's... they do live on a yellow submarine i i don't know okay. either way i hate it i hope they i hope i never have to hear the song again as a matter of fact i i have deleted it off of my phone i have 26 of the 27 <laughs> just in case it randomly plays i don't want that to happen all right uh, another thing i thought was funny and these are just little things i noticed through the album all you need is love, yes. right? 
so when that song when they played that song it almost felt again like a message sent back to the the record label because the songs that they had been doing Eleanor Rigby Penny Lane Yellow Submarine Paperback Writer they had been more uh, taking a, a heavier yes. tenor um and so it, like and again I'm just imagining that someone at the at the record label said hey why don't you guys just go back and and do do what you used to do just do what works right you know, and so they what came out with "All You Need Is Love," and to the point of where at the very end of the song, you just hear them go, "She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. It's almost like you, they're yeah, saying, "See, yeah, it's the same yeah. thing." That's fair. Wow. Yeah. This is this is some thought provoking shit, man. I was listening to it, yeah. and I like I. I did not deep dive into my thoughts. Of it. I was just like, oh, man, that's a good song. Oh, I know all the lyrics to this song, too. Oh, yeah, I know <laughs> this song, too. And it took me back to, like, the sitting on my bed, like, not being able to play my Nintendo 64 on my 13-inch TV in my bedroom because my little brothers were sleeping. Uh, so I sat with my headphones on on my bed and listening to Beatles 1 in the middle of the night because I couldn't sleep. That's yeah. where I went. And you're like, no. no, no, no. There's deep there's deep shit here because this is a stream of consciousness nine tracks in a row. And then this is where they fire back at the record label. And this is Yellow Submarine's the worst song ever written in the history of music. And <laughs> and, and that's, I mean, I, I actually and will legitimately listen to and view the Beatles songs differently going forward. Yeah, I... Also, I mean, have you – how aware of the, the Paul is dead conspiracy are you? I, I mean, I know I know all about – yeah, like I, I obviously I've heard it in the song. I know Strawberry Fields Forever, all of that stuff. Um, I don't I, – I, I don't know. I, I, I don't care enough to think about it, I guess. It's kind of a creepy thing to do in 1971 or whatever when that song came out. That was kind of an unheard of thing for – artists to do but i don't think that there's any real conspiracy i think they were just saying dumb shit on a record because they could true and i i agree with you uh what i would say is that there's a book out there and i would recommend this book for anybody who's interested in the beatles and, and wants to know more about the uh the paul mccartney is dead conspiracy as i uh plug a book <laughs> um, it's called the walrus was paul and it's all about the the conspiracy and the things that people did trying to trying to piece it together and what was going on and you know with the help I get by with a little help from my friends. Huh. That that song right there was another was supposed to be another clue because it didn't sound perfectly like Paul, and he said I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends. Weird. Don't be. Yeah. Don't. Don't worry if I sing out of out of key. Like I'm, you know. See. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me an ear and I'll sing you a song and I'll try not to sing out of key. I, it's like it's a new guy. Oh. Alex, you need to do some homework about the Beatles, my man. Like I, 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 I'm pretty sure when we originally brought up Beatles one, I was pretty upfront that like my knowledge of the Beatles is. Uh, Beatles one, 
and like the four other songs that get played on the radio, like Lucy in the Sky with right. Diamonds, uh, I get by with a little help from my friends. I don't know. I don't know another Beatles song that gets played that's not on this twenty-seven track. Oh, I guess Strawberry Fields Forever. Does the Happy Birthday song count? Did they write the Happy Birthday song? Yeah, no, like the Happy Birthday to ya. Dun, 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 dun. Oh no, I get. I mean, that does count as in I've heard that it's song. Your birthday. Dun, 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 I guess I didn't even know that was the Beatles. I assumed yeah, that was like weird, Beatles. right? <laughs> no, man, love wings. Love wings. <laughs> That's a, I don't. I don't even really like wings. I don't even really like Paul McCartney that much, but I like him a hell of a lot more than I like George Harrison. I can, I can <laughs> tell you that there's that weird, like my musical knowledge has this weird, like like gray area of when it, they stopped being the Beatles and it became Wings and John Lennon making their own music. And in my head, that's right. all of the Beatles. <laughs> it just it was just like oh yeah. And at some point, John Lennon died. Yeah, he was like oh. John's singing this song because this was just the song that they decided John Lennon was going to sing. And this wing song is actually just a Beatles song that they decided Paul McCartney was going to sing on, but it's still the Beatles. And everyone's like, it's not. It's wings though. Oh. And, and you know, out of all this, the coolest one of them all is still Ringo Starr. Well, I was, I remember being informed by, by much, much better, bigger, uh, like Beatles fans and myself that Ringo Starr had a lot to do with Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. That whole album was like, that was where they were like, fine, Ringo, you can write some songs. And he busted out whatever the 12 tracks on that. And they're all pretty weird and also good. Right. But it's, well, I guess Sergeant Pepper's or uh, revolution. Number nine is another one that, that gets played. Uh, that's I mean seriously, man. I, I'm gonna if if I start talking about like other songs that I'm aware of that have to do with the Beatles' death conspiracy, this is gonna be a three-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> we we definitely don't. I mean, I'm I'm down to learn more about the Beatles, but we don't have to do it in three consecutive hours. <laughs> but that's right. we can have we'll have more Beatles show. What? How about this? Read the Walrus was Paul. I'll brush up on it, and we'll come back and we'll talk more about the Beatles at another day. That's fair. I do now have a thirty-minute bike ride to and from work, so an hour total of bike riding a day at work. So I'm pretty sure I could audio book it and learn a lot. Yeah, probably. And it's it's really interesting. Like they go into like this DJ in New York played this song and discovered this. Like they were people were playing, and it's so smart. It's so smart. Think about this, man. You tell people that, hey, uh, our lead singer is dead, and there are clues in our songs and records, but you have to buy them to see it, and you have to play it on the radio to hear it. But the clues might be on the B-side, too, so you need to play that on the radio. And the entire time, they're just cashing in. They're just cashing in. They're cashing in. Free money. Free money. Whatever. Check it out. This song might have something to do with it. They play a song that nobody likes. Because it might have something to do with the Paul's dead right. conspiracy, the... and of course it doesn't. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. They're so smart. Drugs are awesome. So, <laughs> that's the takeaway, kids. <laughs> that's the takeaway: is if you're a rock star in the '60s and '70s, doing drugs was a good idea because it made you lots of money. But it's 2018, so don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. They're not cool anymore. They were cool. They're not anymore. <laughs> that'll be that'll be ours is somewhere in this we're just gonna record and just 
Drugs are cool. In <laughs> the drugs are. We're gonna backwards red track arrow. it. The, the red arrow. Conspiracy. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> the red arrow conspiracy. They they support drugs. Yeah, that's it. We're actually we're actually the uh, the militant wing of the Colombian cartel. <laughs> that's not, Yes, we're we're now the cover story for a Colombian cartel. <laughs> there you go. Ha ha. That's awesome. You didn't see that one coming. <laughs> In your face, everybody said we don't got it no more. <laughs> and the jokes come back around. Welcome back. <laughs> it comes it all the comes way back, back around. around. Oh, man. But hey, you know, these people, they could have been anywhere in the world. And, and, and man, they're loaded up in trucks. It's true. Uh, we, we appreciate that they were here. And make sure you're checking us out on, on social media, all of our platforms. You've got to get it all. That way you can get with us and, and get live so but for this episode this edition of my show with alex and jay good night you so you got to dodge him you've got to duck him you gotta keep that diesel trucking just put that hammer down and give it hell. He's bound to die. Put it up and truck it. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound up. Watch on bandit.